All right, everybody, welcome to the Selling Utah podcast. I'm your host, McCall Hicken. I am here today with Miles Hicks. He has a company called Wolf Signage. It's a digital signage company. I'm really excited to have him on. We've been like sitting here talking for probably the last... 30 minutes or so. I'm I'm wasting enough of your time. No, not at all. He's a really interesting person and he's super easy to talk to. So super cool guy. So I'm excited that you're here. So thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having Um, me. Of course. I know we kind of struggled connecting and like getting this scheduled. Yeah, we played played tag for a little (laughs) while, but it's okay. I know. We were talking through Facebook Messenger and my Facebook Messenger, I don't know what the heck happened to it, but a couple weeks ago, it just stopped working on my phone uh, and I don't get on Facebook on my laptop a whole lot. I just scroll on my phone and, and talk to people on there. So it wouldn't pull up and I'm like, okay, it must just be a glitch. I'll <laughs> give it some time. Well, after a couple of days, I finally just deleted it and redownloaded it and it worked, but I missed some messages right. from you during that time. And I'm like, I, no, yeah, totally fine. I, in like fact, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm getting older, but I, I don't use Facebook a ton for personal stuff anymore. Um, yeah. so I just, but no, I'm, yeah, I'm glad we were able to connect. Um, I think it's, I think it's awesome what you're doing. Um, I've heard a couple of your shows already, so well, thank excited you. to be here. It's super cool. Yeah. I'm super excited too. And, um, for those of you that maybe you're just tuning in for the first time, uh, I started this podcast just about a month ago and my idea behind it, and I was telling Miles this before we got started was, just to try to promote local businesses in our community because there's there's so many businesses online that you can reach out and order things and go to the grocery store and, and buy things. And um, we just have so many awesome people in our community. And with the pandemic and the economy and people out of jobs, a lot of people are starting to pursue these side hustles that have just kind of been a way for extra income for a long time. And they're trying to make this their primary income because they may be out of a job. And so I wanted to do something to just promote people in our community, promote those side hustles that they're working their butts off at to try to get going and just get to know people. Because what I was telling Miles before we got started too is I know for me, I like to support businesses when I get to know the person behind the business and how they got started and their motives and just when you have that connection and the story behind a business, for me, I'm more likely to use them because I want to support people that support people. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I'm, this was the idea behind this and what I'm doing and we have a new episode every Monday. Um, so go ahead and tune in. And if any of you out there have these side hustles or businesses that you do and want to promote, please reach out to me and let's connect. And I would love to have you on here to learn about yours as well. Sweet. <laughs> so Miles, why don't you kind of, oh, actually I have a, a personal question for you before we let's get started it. on the business. Those, those are the best ones. <laughs> so on Facebook, a couple, I think it was a couple days ago, you posted a, a this bug in a jar oh, and God. you were asking yeah. the Facebook yeah. world what the heck it was. So yeah. what did you find out? Because it was, it looked disgusting yeah, and I hate was, bugs. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the best um, the best response I got um, is called a horn tail. A horn um, tail. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. and it apparently is uh, the so the one that I caught uh, was <laughs> like ungodly big. Um, yeah, it looked huge. Yeah, and so um, 
they apparently like they burrow into like certain types of bark and that's where they like where they have their babies their larvae right okay and so uh another friend of mine actually reached out and he goes yeah man those are terrible for trees and, and stuff like that and so um yeah i'd luckily caught it but what's odd is that um I think like I can literally say about like two years ago, um, I saw one like in uh, like just in our yard, and uh, and I thought I don't remember if I killed it or not or I I tried to, um, but anyway. So then then it came back again like a year like so like this year I think I saw it um, again like out on my deck and uh, I was like oh my god like I told my wife I'm like you remember that bug that I didn't know what it was <laughs> like last year and she's like yeah I'm like I think it's back. And then um, I went to get like a fly swat or something. I came back and it was gone. And I was like, son of a gun. Like, <laughs> now, now I got to worry about like, there's the coronavirus. There's what? There's uh, killer hornets. And now <laughs> yes. this this bug this is now. This mystery yeah, bug on my deck. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so I'm like, all right, no big deal. And then we actually had a uh, like this little, this year we got this uh, like inflatable bounce house that has like a, uh, connection for like a hose and stuff that like a sprays and stuff for the kids yeah. that, so my boys go out and play on it and then my son came he's like six and he comes he's like dad he goes there's this huge bug on the slide <laughs> and i'm like Ugh. he's in this phase where everything is this awful bug i'm like it's an ant dude you're, you're fine yeah everything's exaggerated yeah. and so i'm like all right let's go let's go check it out let's go check it out we get out there and there's that thing on the slide but it was oh like on the no. slide and it was getting sprayed by the like the little like uh uh, it's not like, like a little fountain thing or a little mister. Okay, And yeah. so I think its wings were wet, so it, it couldn't fly. And I was like, oh, This is my yes, chance. Yes, my chance, yeah. <laughs> so I got my, my boy, and I'm like, you sit right here and you watch it. Don't let it go anywhere. <laughs> and he's like, I'm looking at him like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, just just hold on. I'm going to go get something. So I run in the house, and I grab like a little mason jar. And I like was able to scoop it up and, and trap it yes. in there. And then at that point, so I put the lid on it, and I'm like, well, I don't want to be like that guy. But I'm like, I I'm not going to let it loose, but I'm yeah, like, yeah, I don't, you don't know so what it is. Is it, yeah. a, is it a killer hornet? Yeah, we don't for know. Sure, yeah. So, <laughs> I, so I, I put it out there and then post a picture on Facebook, got some good responses. And, and my kid who at this point, he's like almost terrified just about every bug there is. He's like, I'm going to name it Tom. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you're going to name it now? And he's like, yeah, keep it. And I was like, uh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, right, Tom. Uh, yeah, I'm not letting part it of the out, family. Though. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but I think. Uh, I think the lack of oxygen in the jar killed yeah. it. And so, which I wasn't too sad about, we'll put it that way. Uh, <laughs> so it, it's sat on our kitchen counter for about uh, three or four days, and then I, I finally threw Tom away. Oh, man, and, uh, poor Tom. Rest yeah, in peace. Poor guy, right? But <laughs> or girl, actually. So technically, I think it was a female. Oh, okay. Anyway, well, yeah. Tom, so Tommy. I've, I've heard females named Tommy. Uh, yeah, so, you I, know, yeah, it's, it's true. It's cool. But, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Ugh, it was gross. Yeah, I hate bugs. Yeah, I haven't gross. seen anything like that out here yet, but no. <laughs> ugh, I would, I'd probably run away. Well, I would imagine. I mean, you got a pretty nice setup. You got a big build behind you. I'm probably sure you see some bugs around here. You know, I haven't seen too many, surprisingly. But I'm, I'm just waiting for it. I'm sure they're out there somewhere, and they're gonna make their way into my yard one day. But well, we'll see. When your boys get a little bit older, they're gonna venture oh out there. They'll be gone for like hours on end. They're gonna br start bringing stuff back, so don't worry. They'll find uh, them for you. Can't wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that you're not far off with that comment. So, because <laughs> you have two boys and a girl, you said. Mm, I do. Yeah. So mm. how old are they? Uh, a six-year-old. Um, he'll be seven in November, and a four-year-old. And a, uh, oh, my wife would kill me, but a, a baby, this new, just born in May. Oh, so I'll how many fun. weeks that is, 
eight weeks, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I think we've all kind of lost track of time this year. Yeah, it's, it's just, uh, you know. It's been a blur. But we just take it a day at a time. We're like, oh, it's another day. The sun's out. I don't know what day of the week it is, what month it is. Yeah. But we're here. We're sure. alive, and we're making it. So <laughs> a lot so yeah. fun. I know we were talking, too, because I have the two boys, and mm-hmm. we want to have another. We'll, we want to have another eventually. Not quite yet, but I I want to have a girl because it's going to be our last, too. Right. So. We'll have to, you'll have to give me those yeah. tips later, but it's a, it's exci- <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. I mean, we, we had a, I mean, when we had our first, our first kid, everyone always asked, do you want a boy or a girl? And I said, well, I just want a healthy baby. You know, yep. it's like a textbook answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, uh, we had a boy and I thought, great, you know, healthy baby. And then as a dad, you have this cool thing where this little, this little creature evolves and starts doing things the same way you do. And you start going, Oh, Hey, this is kind of cool. And you sit on the couch and you fold your arms and you watch and then he folds his Aww. arms. And then, you know, you do whatever and he just wants to copy you. And so I was, you know, I, I wasn't real keen on having a third kid, but I knew that the same joy I got out of having like a son and being a dad, I, I knew that it would be awesome if my wife had that opportunity to have a, a daughter and be a mother. Yeah. And so, so yeah, we did, uh, we did the Google search. Did all the, the tips and tricks and and it worked. Lo and behold, yep. And now we have That's a little little girl and she's um, spoiled and she's a monster. So oh, I it's, bet it's <laughs> we're now officially outnumbered. Oh, so I know. Yeah. That's my biggest fear too because my my boys are seventeen months apart and they just yeah they're monsters. Yeah. They are crazy. Like this morning, I was vacuuming the bedroom. They were out here just peacefully watching TV. I come out and there's two diapers on the floor and they're gone. Like, where the heck did my kids go? And all of a sudden I hear the bath water going down the hall. So I run down there and they're both just chilling in the bathtub. And my three-year-old was just starting the water. And I'm like, oh, you guys just, they give me a run for my money. Yeah. Because my husband's work schedule's crazy. So, like, I'm already outnumbered with the two. So right. I'm like, oh, a third freaks me out because then I'm I'm really in trouble. Yeah. But I just. Do you have any pets? We, we, you, need, you need is a dog. I have two dogs. Oh, I have two labs. Go. So I would think that they would maybe, I don't know we had, we had a lab too. And I think she eventually started like running away from like the kids. We just leave the room, the boys, we just get like loud <laughs> and she's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Gone. That's how my labs are. So like, I would think, yeah, I'm like, we need a dog, but maybe not. Maybe the dogs are like, nope. Yeah. This they, they're, they're too rowdy for right. even my labs. <laughs> and that says a lot because labs are rowdy right. creatures yeah, yeah. too. So anyway, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, so with the kids too, I I was just creeping through your Facebook, and you actually wrote oh, a children's book. I did last yes. year, right? Uh, yeah, I did. So cool. that's cool. So yeah. what kind of inspired you to do that? Uh, I've, it's it's always been something I'd always wanted to do. I I would I dare say really at the heart of everything I do, I'm a creator. Uh, I have a in fact I have a degree in, in art, uh, uh, a fine art degree, and so I'd. For years, even since I was little, I've always like painted and done stuff like that. Um, um, yeah, so even for a short period, I had a scholarship actually doing filmmaking, and um, I got into screenwriting for a while, um, and I'd always really liked that. Um, I was the kid, um, this, I mean, it's funny to say, but I was the kid who was always telling stories. Um, and so, in fact, uh, the vast majority of my childhood, I, I didn't read very much. I was not a very good reader growing up at all. And so, uh, and this is true uh, through probably like all through like uh, grade school and junior high. Mm -hmm. Um, Whenever we did book reports, I mean, I don't know if kids do book reports anymore now, but 
uh, back in the 80s and 90s. You know, that's we used to do. You'd read your book, write a book report, and have all that. And uh, I would religiously forget my book um, because I was not a comfortable reader. And so as I did book reports, um, I actually never read a book. I would make up a story, and then I would also make up an author and a publisher and a copyright date, and I would, oh my r- I would write my whole report, <laughs> and then I would turn it in and, uh, and tell the teacher, oh, yeah, so sorry, you know, I, I left it at home. It's on my, on my bed. I forgot, whatever, you know, any excuse. And uh, I think the teachers just had realized either, A, the kid's lying out of his ass, or to him, kudos to him if he is because he went through all the trouble to make all this up, right? I was going to say, and I mean, so, that's kind of brilliant, right? That honestly. Or, that or just they, they, they fell for it or, or didn't care to, to deal with it. But So I've always kind of been that way. Um, but um, and then having kids of my own um, and reading so many children's books, my wife and I are very big on reading to the kids. Um, and so uh, I would read all these kids' books and I just, I mean, I love some of the stories, and I would always think to myself, like, hey, this can't be that hard, right? Yeah. And, uh, and so, and I came up with an idea years and years ago, and so uh, I had I'd actually written the book, and I'd had it, it was actually done for, oh, it was probably done for about a year and a half, maybe two years, until I finally had uh, settled on um, an illustrator, okay. which actually ended up being, uh, it's this girl actually out of Venezuela, is where she lives. Oh, so. Thanks That's to awesome. the big grand internet, uh, mm-hmm. I was able to resource and found her and uh, and hired her, and so she did all my illustrations and uh, yeah, it turned out great. I love it. Um, That's so cool. I need to get a copy. I mean, my little my three year old, well, two and a half. He's he's going to be three next month, so I'll have to maybe order one because sure, yeah. I'm trying to read to him more. For a long time, my kids just wouldn't sit still for a book, for so. Sure, yeah. They're finally to the point now where they're kind of interested in listening. So I'll have nice. to jump on and order yeah. it. So what's it called? Um, it's actually called Misunderstood Monsters. Okay. Um, so cool. actually, so if you go to like my personal Instagram page, uh, like there's a link in my bio there to actually the Amazon store and you can actually okay. buy it there. Cool. So I just self-published it. Um, I I peddled around a little bit to, to try and get some uh, um, uh, a publisher, but uh, it's takes a lot of, it's a lot of work takes a lot of time to do that like on your own um oh, sure. so i just published it uh self-published it on amazon which is kind of a cool trick you can do oh, awesome. so and then yeah so it's there it's cool it's fun yeah it's one of those uh things on my list i'd always wanted to always want to do i was able to do it it was a, a fun accomplishment i'll probably tackle another one uh, the next year or two uh, down the road so well that's awesome good for you Thanks. i think it's cool that you can you know, set those goals for yourself or these visions and make them t- come to life because sure. it's it takes a lot of discipline. Like you said, I'm sure self publishing was it had its hurdles and everything, sure. and you did it. So yeah, that's yeah. so cool. I'm excited. I'll have to read yeah, it. Very awesome. Um, so why don't you kind of start talking about your your business, Wolf Wolf Signage, mm-hmm. and give a little history on how you got started with that and what it's about and what you do, and uh, share that with us. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. Um. If I uh, if I start to ramble too much, just give me the uh, the, hey. uh, the scissors. Um, I, I got all day. You're good. So, <laughs> as you were actually doing kind of the intro um, to your podcast, what I what I found was interesting is a vast majority of kind of your purpose behind it is actually why I have uh, my business um, in general. Anyway, um, so I actually I started with a um, a larger company that's relatively local um, that uh, was a that got in the digital signage world. Um, 
And so for those who, a lot of people may not know what it is, because it's kind of like a, a technical term, um, uh, digital signage can be just about anything, but the vast majority of it now is uh, like TVs that are inside of businesses um, or even schools, uh, universities, all that type of stuff. And all the messaging that goes on those is really what you would deem as digital signage. Um, so uh, I'd actually, I worked with a, a bigger company. Um, they were brand new. They were kind of the one of the big first uh, companies really doing digital signage in Utah. And uh, I helped their company grow for uh, like almost eight years. Um, and then for a whole other story, a whole other day, um, I parted with them. Um, but uh, what's interesting is that when, uh, when I parted ways with them, my business basically fell in my lap uh, because I had spent so many years doing exactly what you described. Um, we, the company I was with, we had tried to make a really big focus through our early years of being that, uh, that personal connection, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. uh, we, didn't, we didn't like the, the concept where people, you can, you can find anything over the internet and you can ship and buy stuff, right? But then chances are a lot of the larger companies, everything's outsourced, like whether it be India or China, things like that, right? And so right. anytime you would need support, you're calling and you're getting someone you don't even know, right? Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the company I was with, we, we made it a point to be like that personal connection. But truth be told, like I said, I, and I won't, I, try, I won't bad talk them too much, um, but <laughs> they, as they grew, they had, a, they had a different vision in mind. And they wanted to, they really wanted to go after the bigger um, the bigger companies that like your professional sports teams and stadiums and stuff fish. like that, yep. which is totally great. Good to their, you know, kudos to them. They made a ton of money doing it. But um, as they did that, they began to overlook all these little companies that had helped us grow to that point. Mm -hmm. um, and I was, uh, I was the, I was the head designer for uh, for the company, and so um, I had built lots of personal connections with all these little clients and things like that. Right. And so. When uh, when I was gone from that company, um, I, and I had a lot of really good friends still. They were still working there, and it started like out of the woodworks. They should be like, "Dude, like, so and so is pissed that you are not there anymore." Like, <laughs> and I'm like, "What do you mean?" They're like, "They they're calling. They call and ask for you. Like, you're the whole reason that they they have like the, their business here." And so, um, yeah, it didn't take long. Uh, a handful of uh, some of those smaller clients that I worked with directly, they were like, "You know." We're at, we're out of here. We don't we're not I, we're not going to deal with a company that is just going to be you know a software and they didn't yeah. they, they wanted someone who personally knew what they were doing, and so uh, yeah it was great because I had um, I it gave me the opportunity at that point to work with lots of different companies um, and I'm at huge companies I'm talking like anything from I used to do um, artwork and signage for like the Utah Jazz all the way down to oh, like cool. Zion's Bank to a lot of huge bank uh, organizations here in Utah, uh, to little mom and pop like dental shops and things like that, dentist offices oh, and things. Oh, cool, yeah. And so um, I, was, I was their go-to. And so that's what happened. They, they found out I was gone, and they actually cut ties with them, and then they called me personally and said, hey, we want you to still do our stuff. And so Which that's like, got to feel so good. Yeah, that that yeah, it, was, yeah. it was awesome. It was a big, a big ego boost, which I needed, <laughs> I needed at the time. And... Uh, and so, yeah, that's where it kind of started, and um, it just stayed kind of as a small little side hustle for a long time, and then uh, slow, slowly grew to where it's at, and now I have, uh, yeah, I have, like, the whole gambit, um, you know, 
between all my marketing materials, uh, you know, custom boxes to uh, a supplier and everything that sells me um, all my equipment and things like that. So that's so cool. It turned out pretty good. Yeah. And so, um, so with like the pandemic and everything this year, I mean, has it slowed down at all for you or has it stayed pretty consistent? Um, Do you find more people are trying to like use more digital signage and stuff for their businesses? Um, it's a good question. It hasn't really slowed down at all. It stayed steady. Um, but me personally, to be honest, I have, uh, I have not made a big point to go out and try and get more business yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, and that's a lot of it's just because I'm just as busy as I am with, uh, with a, a, a regular, I guess we'll call it like a, a, a nine-to-five job. But, uh, and then with like three kids and things like that. Um, and I try and, be, I try and be sensitive to people's take on the virus and things like that. I don't want right. to be the guy that's out there knocking on doors or doing anything like that. Yeah. But if people want to stay, you know, stay distant and things like that. So I try and respect that as much as I can. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I wholly look forward to next year if this whole thing kind of blows over a little bit to really kind of hit it hard. And, uh, and, uh, I, I would love to get to a point where I even probably make this actually full time and, uh, it's the, the main income maker for me. So, so, so you said you did like the stuff for the Utah jazz and, mm-hmm. and local banks and things like that. And even little mom pa shops. So, I mean, is digital marking basically for just any type of, of business, yeah. So yeah. So digital signage, like uh, what I do, the the beauty of it is, is it can be customized for like any scale of business, really. Um, anything from, um, like for example, like I laugh, like uh, like crumble cookies. That's that's a huge huge business here in Utah. I'm oh, yeah. sure you know about them, right? Uh-huh. Um, they're on my radar. One of these days, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rope them in as well. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like you go in there and uh, and it's great. And they have a they generally have like a flat screen on the wall. And it goes through the same loop, right, of, uh, of just like the, like these glamour shots of all these cookies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is great, but when you're in line for maybe like five minutes, you probably watch the thing five times in a row. But think, think about how much more you could do, right? Um, so maybe get, uh, get people more involved when they, can, when they realize what else you're doing in the community. Um, okay. Maybe some of the other sponsorships you're doing. Maybe start uh, utilizing that to showcase like what's coming up next week, right? Because as of right now, people they they rely pretty much on social media to just say, oh yeah, oh there's uh, they have their peanut butter, you know, whatever cookies today uh-huh. and things like that. Yeah. Um, but you can literally capture that audience when they're right there, instead of relying on someone else to see it on social media or anything else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what better time to communicate to people when you're sitting right there in front of them? Well, yeah, that makes sense because if they're if they're in your lobby uh-huh. or they're in your place of business they're already a customer at that point. Mm -hmm. So that's genius to, you know, have something that's going to keep bringing them back or show how you're giving back or Or, make them a a permanent customer, not just one for that day. Or you can, like I said, use that opportunity to upsell to your clients, right? Um, Yeah. What else can they get? Um, What else do you have on sale? What else is on special? Whatever the case may be, right? Mm -hmm. Um, for example, uh, you know, we talked earlier before we started, you have some uh, experience doing healthcare, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. There is nothing that uh, the patients hate more in healthcare, for example, uh, when they go to see a doctor and then there's like, they just sit and they wait or right now, like you watch this, probably chances are to sit and they watch the news on whatever TV's in the lobby, right? Well, guess what? Right now, there's nothing but bad news on. Literally yes. nothing but bad news. So true. Um, 
But take that opportunity so you can util utilize digital signage at that point. Take that opportunity to decrease what they call perceived wait times. Mm -hmm. So if you're sitting there in the lobby, you're waiting, you're not going anywhere. you got to see the doctor anyway, right? Right. Um, but if you're there, maybe wouldn't it be great if you, you realize that the, the clinic you're in, maybe they offer different type of services, right, um, that you didn't know about before. Or maybe you need you, you get the opportunity to learn more about the doctor, right? Where did the doctor go to school? What's his education like? Maybe you get a chance to kind of know the doctor a little bit personally, right? We talked about yeah. some of that earlier. Yeah. Um, how great would it be if you go to see the doctor and he's not just a doctor that's going to look at uh, your hand, your elbow, your foot, your knee, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But maybe you get to know, oh, yeah, Dr. So-and-so. Oh, yeah, I didn't know he lives local. He's a big guy, big-time fisherman. He's got six kids. And, you know, he loves doing whatever, you know, backcountry skiing. Sure. Yeah, find those commonalities and sure. feel more connected. Right. So there's 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 tons, literally like tons and tons of ways you can utilize digital signage. Um, but there, for example, like healthcare is, because uh, that's uh, another big uh, client of mine is uh, I do stuff with healthcare. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of uh, a lot of facilities now will actually put because technology is getting cheaper and cheaper, they actually will put um, small like uh, flat screens in your actual patient rooms. So not so much just in the lobby where you're waiting, but actually in the patient rooms when you go to see the doctors. And even then, what better opportunity to actually communicate what you need to your patients when you have them sitting right there in front of you? Yeah. Too many people these days rely on printed marketing, right, and mailing out and trying to get more patients and customers that way. Mm -hmm. When you can capitalize more on the, your, your clients and customers when they're sitting right there in front of you. So. No, that's genius. I, well, and I think, too, I mean, technology is always just growing like crazy and sure. even on billboards when you're driving down the freeway I notice a lot less just pictures and advertising that way and there's even more digital billboards now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it is just everything's going to digital versus sure, print yeah. exactly yeah and it's all going and also it's all going really fast too that's that's the thing that's kind of crazy um but yeah I mean I I feel fortunate that I have uh the knowledge and the ability to do what I do um and so I, I think it's just a matter of time when everyone starts to kind of see the writing on the wall. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That it's, uh, Literally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, because like I said, with technology, I mean, you go a little bit further, right? So uh, because a lot of people will, they'll admit that I'm not a techie person, right? I, I don't, I really don't get that. But I try to make it a point with my, with my company. I try and, it's like, I try and make it as cut and dry as you can. I make it as simple as it um, and in fact, like, uh, if people listen to this, they go to my website, I, all my marketing, everything I do for my company, I try and do exactly that. In fact, I should have, I should have brought some advice and like flyers I got on my car and big bold letters right at the top. It just says, let's make this simple. And I, and I, I break it down. Boom, boom, boom. This is how it works. This is how, this is what it costs. And this is, this is what you use it for. Well, and that's uh, awesome because yeah. simplicity sells. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hope so. I it hope does. So, yeah. so I think that's awesome that you... Yeah, there's, there's a lot of companies, because truth be told, uh, digital signage is not new. I mean, there's there's literally thousands upon thousands of softwares and things like out there, you know, nationwide, internationally, that use, uh, that utilize that type of stuff. Um, but they're just that, they're like, the, they're softwares. You, a lot of it is like a DIY type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. I'll sell you a software, you learn how to use it, and then you do whatever you want. And inevitably, I see this all the time, inevitably what happens is whether it be like, say, like hospital stuff, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually done a ton of work with like Intermountain Healthcare, um, Mount Star. I've done a ton, ton of work with them. Um, it's crazy because inevitably you get like a large corporation like that and they, they'll start to see and they start to realize how important that is. What happens is it's like, eh, well, uh, let somebody else do it or uh, it pass it off. And what happens is the IT guy gets it. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, he's the only one who understands technology. <laughs> he's right? the techie one. Yeah. So they, give, so they give it to him. <laughs> and I mean, that's great. So from an operational standpoint, things work. But then inevitably what happens is nothing looks good. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, that's where I come into play. I have an understanding of how that all works, but I have a big design background. And so not only can I help companies make it so things work well uh, with how the, how the technology is, but my main focus is also making it look good uh, through, like I said, through top-of-the-line digital signage and graphic graphic design. I mean, it's... That's, yeah. yeah, and where would you say, like, your inspiration comes from? Like, what's kind of your style? Oh, that's... <laughs> I, I don't know. It's been so much over the years. Um, I think I, when I was first starting in getting into design work when I was in college, um, I was a big fan of a lot, a lot of the grunge type of work, um, almost like stencil, like spray paint type stuff uh, okay. and things like that. Um, and in fact, I even have some of like the grunge stuff like shows through on my website. Um, but, uh, but I've also just grown really keen over the years to just uh, simplicity. Um, I mean, a lot of people will point to things like, say, like Apple, for example, um, Mm -hmm. how clean and sleek all their work is. Um, Although someone like me with that, like a design background would tell you it's actually, it's not that simple at all. It looks clean. It looks great. There's actually a ton, a ton of work that goes into making it look the way it looks. Um, But but yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I like, I I like big, bold colors. Uh, Like all my markings done in black and bright yellow. Um, Stuff that just is eye-catching. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of just, uh, I'm, like I said, we talked a little about writing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think clever terminology is also is really a really big deal. Uh, I think anyone can, anyone can say what they want to say, but if you can say it in a clever way, I think you capitalize on so much more, right? I agree with that. So, And I can tell just based off talking to you in the last hour that we've spent together, just I can tell how creative you are and just with your different backgrounds in so many different areas (laughs) I mean you combine all of that and it it does it just creates this I hope I mean I hope so I I appreciate you saying that it's I mean I've tried for for many years I I try and be I try and be educated like I have a degree um and uh I'm a big fan of like news radio I try and keep up to date with things um I'm a big reader too I like to read as much I can um I have stacks upon stacks of books I've never even read, but uh, like <laughs> I said, that's just, <laughs> yeah, I hope so. But that, that is, I mean, uh, sometimes it's, 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 it's too much. I'll admit I, I can get my own way, but, uh, but yeah, I hope that shines through and I hope people see that um, through when, when they do business with me. Well, and I think in any field, I mean, it is just, you've got to keep up because things are changing so often. So that's a, it's right. a good thing. I mean, you're obviously busy, but right staying up to date and I try not to use a Rolodex you know for, <laughs> for my clientele I mean I, I'll <laughs> uh, we we were talking about this before we got on here and yeah we we won't get into right. that but <laughs> yes we definitely want to stay stay up to date with technology sure. <laughs> I love it so what's like your your favorite design or or signage that you've done to date that really sticks out to you um, good 
question. I don't. I mean, it's yeah, I, there's, there's a lot. I mean, because that's that's what's what I'm really fortunate. I'm I'm really lucky. I've done I've done a lot of work with a lot of different clients in the past. Um, but like so, for example, one one thing that sticks uh, sticks uh, in my mind is um, in fact, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Deseret First Credit Union. Um, they're okay. they're a pretty big uh, credit union. I think through like Salt Lake area things like that. Uh-huh. Um, so years ago, um, I was I was doing work with them, and again, like I we talked about earlier, I've, I made it a big point to to build like a personal relationship with my clients and things like that, and uh, and be that person they they come to for uh, not just like you know they don't just come to me and say hey this is what I need done and I make it. Um, I'm fortunate to this point where I have clients who come to me and say, this is what, this, uh, this is our idea. Like, how can you help me? How can you help us bring this to light? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, Hey, this is what I need. Do it. But, uh, my clients, they, they, yeah, they're the great, they put faith in me and they, they also allow me to, to give them a lot of insight and ideas on how, how to do things. Right. Um, but f- so for example, years ago, I was working with this, uh, this, this company and they, they said, we're going to roll out this new, uh, this new idea for uh, basically they were like marketing to like college kids and things like that. And they were, if I want to, if I remember right, they were basically like saying like, they were taking like the idea of a hundred dollars, right. And saying, you know, what can you do with a hundred bucks? And then like also taking the opportunity to teach people and their, their customers, right. Like how to help manage money a little better. Right. So if you had a hundred bucks, what, what could you, what could you buy with it? And just kind of help people understand what things cost. Yeah. And so, um, and I remember, uh, I, I remember thinking like, okay, yeah, that's, that's great. And I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of pompous sometimes. So I was like, but that's kind of boring. <laughs> and I was, and, and I, I think, uh, I, they weren't like super thrilled out of the gate to hear someone they're, they're paying. They, they kind of wanted to be like, Hey, this is, this is our idea. Why you, you know, don't trash it. And I was like, yeah. no, no, we're not. I said, but, but let's, uh, let's throw something else in here. And I, and I, I can't remember off the top of my head what we ended up doing, um, uh, but I think I think we actually went with the, the term like spending Benjamins or something like that, being that okay. uh, Benjamin is on a hundred dollar bill. Yeah. Right? Um, and That's they had creative. like some other term and uh, like, but to my knowledge now, it's like it's t- even though I don't even work with them anymore, um, but it went well enough that they totally turned everything over and they're like, yeah, and and they made this their whole thing and that's like their whole. So now this program they run, the Spend and Benjamins, is what used to be this whole what can you buy for a hundred bucks or whatever it used to be. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, I was, I mean, it was fortunate then that, uh, to help them build something and, and help it take off yeah. and uh, something they kept. And so, well, and that's cool too, because I mean, just with what we were saying earlier, when you go online and just find someone, give them your idea and, right. and you pay them. That's what's cool about working with someone local and mm-hmm. someone that loves what they do, because you are not only paying just for them to execute your idea, sure. but you get to work together in as a team to come up with the creativity behind it. So sure. I love that you take take that step in your business and offer the creativity and the ideas along with doing the actual work because sure. most people are like, no, like I I just execute. Right. I don't want to sit and get creative and go back and forth. Right. But and so I, I and I know like a. Because I've been doing been doing design work for so long too, um, I'm not I, 
I'm not the most expensive guy out there because I know what like design work can cost. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, and I know I've seen people get their heart broken like so many times when they hire a design firm, they do that type of stuff. And then they pump literally thousands of dollars into something. And then they're not entirely thrilled with it because the way that a lot of some of the, uh, these other companies, their business model is built on a like A to Z, right? Just here we go. This is how it starts and this is how it ends. And I don't, I don't necessarily believe in that. I know that there's an evolutionary process to all of that. And so um, I offer my clients the ability to, to, to I'll, if, if they want, you know, if that's, a, if that's what it is, they tell me what they need, I do it, get it out the door, and it's gone. No big deal. But oftentimes um, I leave that door open where, hey, I can help. Let's help this evolve. Let's help this become a real working thing, right? Oh, and so sure. even then, um, so like, for example, pe- like clients go to my website, um, there's a whole like form they fill out. It's like super simple. Just tell me what you want, what you think, when you want this to start, when you want it to end. Um, and then um, if you have like, say they, say even if it's like, a, like I do work with a lot of dentists and they're like, we have a whitening special we're doing next month, whatever the case may be. Uh, if they have like some already imagery already done, they can actually attach that and send it uh, in their form. Um, if not, they, a lot of times are like, just make the magic happen. Show them what you got. Let's do it. And then I'll put stuff together. And then I actually have a whole process where I send them back. Like, here's proofs. There, you tell me what you think. If you don't like it, let me know. And we'll rework something. Um, luckily, it, that's rare. Uh, but we send it out. And so there's a, like I said, a whole process where I'm not, I'm not just delivering something and say, okay, pay up. Like, this, yeah. is, this is what you owe me now. Like, and that's, I mean, my whole, my whole scale is on a, like a monthly, a month to month basis. And my clients, there's a real inexpensive price they pay uh, every month. And then it gets them, uh, it gets them, like, we won't go into too many details, gets them X amount of uh, work uh, per month. Um, but it's, uh, it's a, like I said, it, I understand there's a process where things can grow and evolve. And I don't like just delivering something and saying, cut your check, let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love that. No, I think that's so cool. Well, is there anything else that you want to share about it or uh i mean no i don't think i mean i guess a lot of sometimes people ask you know they ask more technical questions about how it works right Um, yeah but uh and so there's actually uh uh, there's actually like because we talked about early technology how how Mm -hmm. fast it it advances um i basically i literally have like little tiny like little tiny computers um that just connect uh via hdmi to a tv um they go off a wi-fi signal and then i i can literally update content like from Timbuktu, right? Yeah. Also like from my basement, <laughs> whatever the case may be. Um, they keep those little little players that connect to it, to the Wi-Fi network inside the business, and then I can update uh, stuff, you know, any time of the day I need to. Um, and it's like it, it gets hidden behind a TV. People don't even know it's there. Like it's literally the size, probably smaller than your cell phone, these little computers. Oh, my gosh. That's um, so cool. Yeah. And it's it, like it's, it's a whiz what uh, science and uh, oh technology does these days. It really so. is. It just, it blows my mind. I, and yeah, I just, I, it, I laugh because when I was in high school and stuff and you're working on computers and you're in all the classes and you know, all the tech stuff and your parents are always asking you for help. Hey, help right. me set up the TV. <laughs> help me do right. this. Well, it's evolved so much that now I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I can't even set up my own TV. And <laughs> my three-year-old probably knows how to do it better than I do now because they're growing up right. with evolved technology sure. that we didn't have and yeah it, it's crazy but that's why it's cool to have someone like you that's in it and staying up to date and in well, it day in and day out yeah. to help people like us 
Yeah, and it, and it's like know so what to do. Like again, we go back to that same concept, but it's a, it's that personal relationship. I mean, I like yeah. to be a real human. You you call me, you shoot me a text, whatever the case is, and you get a real person. Um, it's not some automated system or uh, somewhat like a big hoop Someone you have in to another jump country. through. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, to each own. I don't I hate to dog on people that outsource it. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that that's just not me. I've never been mm-hmm. that way, um, and I don't ever plan to be that way. Um, but like I said. Clients sign up. Um, I ship them out player and step by step instructions, and it's like clear as day. And I'm like, if you have questions, what it, call me. I had a lady the other day uh, in Arizona, and uh, she's like, hey, I need to I need to reset the player, like, but I'm brand new. The other lady that was doing it before doesn't work here anymore. I'm like, cool, give me a call. This is here's my cell number. Uh, whenever you know whatever you need, and she calls me, and I could tell just like talking to her, she didn't know. USB versus HDMI or anything like that. Yeah. And some people don't. It's totally fine. I was like, do you have a, do you have FaceTime or do you, or do you have like, what's, if you want to do a, a, a video chat, let's do that. She's like, oh, sure. And she was totally like, so taken back that someone would be willing to, to do that to instead of go just to like, that next step yeah. to help. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. No, I, and I try and, I try and stay away a lot from like the actual IT network, you know, connectivity. Mm-hmm. I let the, like the local, you know, inside the company, I let them handle that. But when it comes to like things like getting something connected, or whatever, I, I'm not gonna brush you off. Like that's gonna take me two seconds. That's but so even awesome. then, so she flips this thing on and um, and we do a video chat for like seven minutes, maybe tops. And her whole communication with me from then on out has been totally different because now she she's seen my face. She knows that I'm a real human being. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you're the guy. Like your name is the person on the flyer. Like I'm not talking to like some assistant or anybody else. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm the guy. Like. Yeah, you whatever you need, let me know. That's and so uh, cool. and she turns her phone around. And she's like, well, "What is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, so that's that's your HDMI, and that's this is the second one, and this is this is the connection you need, and hook it up this video." And she was just so like astonished. And I mean, I guess it it was nice for me to see that, but to me, like, it's not rocket science. That's the way it should be. Like, yeah, that, that's how business is. If you need something, call me. If you hate something I did, great, call me. Whatever, let's let's fix it. That's fine. Uh, you know yeah and I agree with you because even though as we're talking about technology and how it's evolved it's it's such a great blessing for certain things but it's also been it's also like hurt us in a social aspect too because everyone's just rushed all the time and you you don't get that connection even at the grocery store I mean people are self-checking out and you don't get to talk to your cashier and we've we've taken away that human interaction in so many aspects with technology being the way it is that it's nice when you have someone that offers the human connection along with the business and the customer service because you don't get that very often anymore so again that's what I think we should all strive to do is just connect with each other and keep those just our communication open and Give good customer service. Well, and, and kudos to you for you know doing a podcast like this and actually shining a light on that type of stuff and helping kind of bring that that idea home again. Because I, I agree 100. percent It's something that uh, it's something that people have lost sight of, and it's way too easy to to just call and, and sign up for a service and and, mm-hmm. and half the time not even knowing what you get. Yeah. Um. But I, you know, that's yeah. I will I will I get rich and famous doing this one day. I highly doubt it, but will I have um, a, a great group of clientele who who I know personally that um, will 
ring business and be great return business because of it, mm-hmm. 100%, I believe in that. Yep, that's so true. And that's, at the end of the day, I think that's what brings us the most joy to in our job is knowing that we're giving back to somebody and we're developing those relationships because, sure. I mean, how, I, I just think that would suck to go to work every day and literally just not have anything that you're trying to accomplish outside right. of a paycheck. Right. Yeah. And that's, so. and that, I mean, and you can, you can see that, um, in businesses these days. And mm-hmm. I, 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 I know a lot of businesses like that just don't survive. Yeah. Um, because people see that. I think, I mean, you talk about this disconnection that people have due to technology. I think it's only a matter of time when people start, um, when people start having that longing for human con- uh, connection again, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, not to get all philosophical on you or anything, but we're, we're talking even now, like you go to the store and there's a plexiglass, a sneeze guard, and you have your mask on and people already are already wanting to like stay away from each other. Six right? feet apart. Exactly. Yep. And, and what's what I think what's happening is like politics aside, I think I think people are getting like they're they're yearning for that connection again, mm-hmm. and it's becoming difficult for people to put up with this because it's so unnatural for us. Yeah. And so it's only a matter of time when people people have to find their way back, and that's gonna people can see that in business. Um, we're gonna get to a point again, I think, where people they're they're gonna be the Jeff Bezos out there, the world that make billions of dollars with you know and never meet any of their clients, and that's great, but. For vast majority of us, uh, people are going to need to know who they're buying something from, what they're buying. You know what I mean? And there's, there's, there's that's got to return at some point. And I so. totally agree with you. I think it will. And I, th- and that's kind of been my hope too, because I know for me, I I like to connect to people. I like to s- get to know and make these new connections and relationships. And for a really long time, I've noticed that and just people not connecting and it's text messaging and I'm someone like call me on the phone like don't text me just call me I want to talk to you I want to hear your voice I want to be able to like get an idea for what you're saying because through a text it can be misunderstood and so with this whole pandemic thing as much as it sucked I think it's really been so eye-opening for a lot of people to realize how much we need that connection and 100% and I'm, my hope is that when all of this is over, we we all realize that we need to be a little more appreciative of each other mm-hmm. and our families mm-hmm. and our friends and making it um, just m- reaching out to each other and getting together and making that kind of stuff a priority because right. we've gotten way too comfortable with. Right. I mean, I miss like the block parties. I miss right? like when I was a kid. I, I, I miss... I miss knowing who my neighbors are mm-hmm. and I miss knowing, you know, I could go run around with the neighbor kids, whatever, you know, all that type of stuff. Yeah. I want, I want my kids to grow up and be able to have that. And I worry sometimes they won't because technology has, has put such a block. Yes. Uh, and uh, who knows? I mean, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully someone will figure it out, but I think we will. I think we're getting there. Yeah. Slowly, so. but surely. For sure. Well, where can people find you if they want to reach out and want to use your services? Do you? What's your website? Sure, yeah. Uh, wolfsignage.com, um, W-O-L-F, uh, wolfsignage.com. Um, that's my website. You can go there. You can contact me that way. Um, uh, wolfsignage, um, uh, Instagram, uh, wolfsignage and design. It's there as well. Um, or like I said, just my personal stuff. If you hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, um, I'm not shy. It's 
you know, if you need something, reach out. Um, I, even then, I'm, I'm a huge word of mouth type of guy. I love getting business from people who know it, people who know people, and things like that. But yeah, cool. Okay, so. well, I appreciate you coming on. It's been so fun to get to know you. I so. appreciate you. It's uh, it's been great. You have a yeah. you have a great setup here, and oh, I think uh, I think you're onto something. So well, thank you. I appreciate that, and thank you, Shaylin, if you're listening for connecting me with Miles. Yes. So yes, hundred percent. Like you said, I mean, it's it's word of mouth too mm-hmm. for everything. So. Um, share this and talk to people. And if you guys know someone who's who's looking for what Miles offers, make sure you spread the word. So cool. um, again, my name is McCall Hicken. You can also find me on social media. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I'm a local real estate agent. So if there's anything I can do to help you in that aspect as well, feel free to reach out. And I guess we'll catch you guys next week. Sweet. <laughs> See ya.